0: Do-Re-Mi-Fa-Sol-La-Ti-Do. All right.
1: I I can't I don't know if you're serious or not. Welcome to Raw.
0: We got... Doll behind the mic as you usual well yep. i can't speak tonight this is gonna sorry. be interesting i'm not gonna and be we good. got d dizzle d dizzle the man the one and only you comfortable with that mic like that
2: yeah yeah i mean
0: you sure you're not are you uh you can hold it if you hey, want hey guys uh, you want to hold it no, no we're good we'll put it back in here sorry just, i mean just pop it in Oh, technical difficulties right, on the podcast. Okay, there you go. I mean, you, it can move. You can. Uh, <laughs> ah.
2: Do I need to be a little closer? Yeah.
0: yeah, you need to eat the mic. Hello. There you go. All right, we're good. Eat it. You good? Yeah. Woo! Wish what sa- an wish, intro. I wish I had some sunglasses. How about that? That is a, the best intro here on the Raw podcast that we've had. What do you think, Tim? I think so. I think it's a really good
3: one. Okay. I mean, until I go, and then, you know. Oh,
0: He's already talking shit. He's more talking shit to you, not to Whoa, me. Whoa,
3: nah, nah, nah. I mean, nah.
2: He knows his role.
3: <laughs> Daco goes way back, dude, man.
2: Dako oh, man, Daco, man. I used to have short hair back then. Yeah, now you're looking like a dad. I'm, dude, full dad status. Getting some like
0: some of that grays coming in. Fashionable Thank you Put some of the great, I'm, I'm about
2: to get a bald fade And just clean it up you know? Oh, you going back to the shop? Yeah, for real I'm Of course two, two, I'm, I'm, I'm like two weeks out
0: They treat you nice up in there yeah. That's like Like a beauty salon But, but for a barbershop yeah, yeah Yeah, it's really fr- I, I mean am- The barbershop idea Isn't really what we're what I feel from that, right? Yeah. Like, it, it's more of a... Because I guess the barbershop feel is constant conversation.
2: Right. Okay. But you can just go in there and be like, I'm not going to talk to you.
0: And, dude, they t- it's like... Inch... Yeah. Like,
2: it, it's really nice. It takes like an hour. But it's when you awesome, walk dude. out, you're like, Damn, man. We're clean. You feel good. You're not like at Great Clips. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Great Shout Clips. Shout out to Great Clips.
0: <clears throat> you're done in- and. <laughs> 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and then the back of your hair is always cockeyed a we'll little gotta, bit. We gotta get Tim there. Let's get Tim there.
3: Oh, F-A.
0: we do need to get Tim up
3: in that barbershop. I have been shop. looking for a barbershop since hey, I I'm, I'm, I'm gonna
2: give you my girl's card. Yeah, Sebastian Grooming.
0: Well, yeah, but. Don't uh, say the name. We, we're
3: not sponsored yet. We're not.
0: Thank you. Thank we can't you shout out you. You gotta make sure that you uh, reiterate that. No, we can shout out anything All for right. you. Shout out David Ui. What's up? There you go. Kidding. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. We got David Ui uh Realtors with Comey and shepherd Comey
2: Shepard Realtors.
0: Yep. David um, Jonathan Creative. Specialties in commercial in Dayton real estate. That's what's up. The dude. The man. Yeah. Okay. So that's our commercial. That was good. That yeah. was good. I, I, I mean, I don't like talking about just that so much. Throw us some money. It's fine. Yeah. Just, yeah. I'll write whatever. you a check. Yeah, we'll go cool. to
2: Chipotle. We'll have people ask us if I want our haircuts. Remember that happened? It's a good business. That was a real that story. That was a good business. Though. That was. That's why, like, we're yeah. talking about it right now. Yeah, that's was a good business. We should start our own barbershop.
0: Can I sing?
3: Yeah. I
0: I'm gonna. He didn't say yes. No. Though. Well, I was yeah. gonna say you gotta wear the whole like
3: barbershop quartet looking, whatever it's uh, called. Oh, okay. Is that what you're going. Actually,
0: for? that would be to start a like old school barbershop. That would be yeah. really <laughs> interesting.
3: I would be down for that. I
0: would be down for that. What are we teaming up, though? Ah, we... That's the real when, question. Like,
2: hold on, hold up. We haven't been a team this whole time? I mean, we have, but Deco, you know... Like reality? Yeah. Like
0: for real? Yeah. Whenever. it's the real question. Yeah, I mean, whenever. It but, is what it is. Yeah. A little bit of this, a little bit I'm of ready. that. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. You've been doing all that extra learnings,
2: you know? Yeah, I guess I have. I'm constantly trying to learn every day. Yeah, What what ended up getting you into real estate from the get-go? Ah... I guess I want to take myself serious on a not serious note. I wanted to like challenge myself to become something that I didn't think I could do. Never saw myself as like a realtor. I, thought, I always thought real estate was like for professionals or like, uh, I'm a big kid. So uh, shout out to Donna Drake who actually got me into real estate. She's at Keller Williams. Okay. Um, I was working at Starbucks and I was like, i want to become a realtor. And she was like. You should. Huh. And I was like, can I cuss? Of course. And I was like, fuck. The way she looked at me, I was like, all right, I guess I'll try it out. Yeah. Be a realtor.
0: The beauty about our show is you, whatever emotions you feel, whatever you want to say, whatever you want to talk about, that's what we do.
2: So then, I felt bad because I didn't go with her. She was like, you join Keller uh, Williams. Team wise right. or whatever. Yeah. But, shout out Don Drake if she ever sees us. She's a shit. She's awesome. Um, she, she, she was literally the person that was like, I handed her a latte and she was like, you should. And I was like, ah, you know what? I'm going to. So I got, I took my classes and then that's so that's what's kind of cool being here is because it's where it started. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then my first year I was like, eh, I don't know what I'm doing. And then I met Lisa. Right. She was like, join my team. She took me to her wing. Uh-huh. Boom. Uh, but yeah, so I, I think I got into real estate because I wanted to like start a career that I could like take my time with and then like also there's so many different lanes you can do in real estate right so i kind of did my research before i got into it because there's so many different things you can do but well,
0: you've explored some of those what are, what are a couple of them yeah
2: like so you know started out s- sort of like a buying agent i guess mm-hmm. or like my first deal was with lisa as like a an investment property that she listed i think No, no no sorry my first deal was a was a Investment property that her client bought, which was cool because I wrote the contract and I was like, like, fuck, what did I get myself into? This contract sucks. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like detail work in that, which now I can do it left-handed with my hands, you know, one eye closed, boom, on my phone. Not really. Can we test that out? Yeah, we're not, yeah, I can do, I can do my computer, but. Oh, okay. So, but it was cool because the dude bought it, right? And then I held an open house there or what she I think she listed it. Then she ended up listing it, but it was neat seeing the whole process of like from what it was to where he flipped it into it being sold. Mm-hmm. So that was neat um, on that end. And then I don't know, just be working with her. I mean, you worked with her, so it was like neat seeing the way she conducted business right. and how she still conducts business, whatever. Right. Um. And that was my whole thing was like getting experience through an, a seasoned agent because I, my, I wasn't learning. I wasn't doing sh- shit, which is really a nice way to start. Yeah. Like I wasn't it's, doing anything. Yeah. So like she was like, hey, do all this bitch work. And I was like, all right, cool. Cool. You know what I mean? like, i that I'll get my feet wet. Yeah, we'll get fly. my feet wet. Yeah. Right. Like, like right. open the doors, go put a sign in the yard, all the shit that you don't want to do. Right. That's how it makes you better. And so I was like, I, you know, but then after, I guess, like a year, I was like, all right, she, I could see she was trying to ramp up, and I was like, "All right, well, I learn what I wanted to learn, and we're right. still cool, so let's end it." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, I mean, I think a lot of things in life hit those those times where you have to make those decisions. Yeah, like, are we fully on the same path? Yeah, or exactly. or you know, or is it better to cut something now? Right, savor whatever's there, and then spin your own thing.
2: Right, and, and that's and, exactly and, what like I was. like. We were cool. I know like her like Rich was coming on board. Yep. And just all this other stuff was happening. I was like, you know what? I'm game if you're game, but if you're not game, let me know and right. we'll be cool. Like I gotta go work at Whole Foods part time to get insurance for my kids right now. Right. And still sell real estate on my and I also kinda wanna like see what it was like on my own. Like if I was capable of doing it mm-hmm. just without any support, without you know, without REL, without mm-hmm. all that backing which was good because I was like, "All right, I can do this." Like, i yep. you know, then I can do my art and not like have to do meetings and all that stuff like that. So, um,
0: so after you go on your own, what did you do?
2: So I pretty much just like got listings and marketed on Facebook, so, Instagram, so just residential. But yeah, all, re- I, all all residential, okay. nothing commercial until I only got my first commercial deals until like last month. Okay, so. Okay. But then I got five. Yeah. But, um, I like Resi- the commercials. Like easier as far as like client wise, you're not dealing with like all the, I guess. I don't say neediest of a client, but you know what I mean. Like, you're not dealing with.
0: You're not dealing with emotion.
2: Yeah, you're not dealing with real commercials. More just like, hey, check this out. Okay, cool. Yeah. So yeah, when you're dealing with emotion, it's a lot different. You know. Yeah,
0: what I mean. I mean Which I think is one thing that I like about dealing with residential. Right. Because it is one of those things where somebody grew or raised a family there or it was their first home or it was this or that. But at the same time, I do see what you're saying where selling commercial, you're probably more likely to deal with business owners and people that are like, this is my budget. We're not moving.
2: Right. Can we do this or not? It was almost like where I wanted to like, Wait. let me, and it's like, you don't need to do that. You're just like, oh, uh, okay, here's the number. You call them yourself. Right. To where as I'm used to, like, taking care of all of that. You're just like, oh, you just, you, you'll you contact them, and you'll look at it yourself, because I don't need to be there, because mm-hmm. it's it's a commercial unit. There's yep. not, nobody lives there. Right. It's not like you have to worry about people. Like, but I mean, so I, part of me was like, all right, yeah, step back a little bit, but then still provide the service for your client to where you're, like, getting that referral system you know what i mean yes to to where you can get enough to sustain whatever it is
0: that you want
2: right so like so my goal with with the commercial stuff was like the some of the tenants were trying to buy the units Mm. so providing that tenant with the best service possible that way if he has residential stuff because i know he's a business owner yep and he owns property that it it compounds on the i don't know just like all right, I knew
0: that's nice though. Yeah, that yeah. I mean that that's really the name of game the game with a yeah. lot though. Right, it's not just real estate. The saying "It is who you know." Right, is oh too true. Right, that so like this
2: dude, yeah, he was he's a business owner, has been renting the unit, but they wanted to buy it. But then I'm like, oh wait, you, you also own property, residentially. You don't have a relationship with the realtor, so I'm gonna like. I'm to cop that really. Yeah. Really trying to provide the best value, you know what I mean? Right. So yeah, after that first year, um, just got got into lists, like trying to get more on the listing in, so I had to like deal with buyers as much, but then like I'm not gonna say no to buyers, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So
0: what's the hardest part about being a entrepreneur?
2: Uh I wouldn't say I wouldn't say the hardest I mean, I guess just have all the roles. you know what i mean you're like you're doing everything yeah but i wouldn't say if if, if you're okay with that and you and you understand that and you accept that i wouldn't say it's hard necessarily it's more like if, if you're able to like balance it all mm-hmm. and know when like i'm not good at like scheduling and, and numbers so i right. usually push that off to my wife or like hire somebody that would be better at that you know what i mean mm-hmm. like we have admins that are off of so like, okay hey, you guys take care of this <laughs> and i'll pay for it because Mm -hmm. this is like if i do if i don't this other that that clears up time that i can spend on like prospecting or like networking Mm -hmm. or marketing you know what i mean right um on an art end like that's on the real estate end. on art end um there's just like you know dealing like hey here's what i'm proposing all right what's what's the price of that or what's the cost of that like having to deal with you know, oh here's the price, and they're like, mm. <laughs> so like figuring out the, like that pinpoint price range, I guess, um, and like communicating with them, and then executing on what you've right, what you've shot, you know what I mean? Everything that you've provided, as far as like what you're gonna make, I guess. Um, I don't know. That's a tough question, dude. i don't know, we might have to come back to it because I'm. We
0: ask the hard questions yeah. here, okay? That's something <laughs> we do. So,
2: but I guess I've a- been, I mean, I've always been selling, like, you know, in middle school, I was selling like macrame bracelets that I was braiding out of my backpack. Shit was popular back then. So I was like, <laughs> I, I, I remember like seventh grade, I made like a hundred macrame bracelets stuck in my backpack, sold them for like three bucks a pop, sold them all. But
0: you do any like bogos or anything?
2: Nah. no, buy one. Get, no,
0: no, I'll no. take
2: I just low key like had bracelets on on hand, like here you go, macrame bracelet, <laughs> boom, three dollars a pop. What's up? I'm probably sure I probably should have sold them for more, but it was steady cash. I'm like, oh, I got these macrame bracelets. That's what's up? Yeah,
0: I mean, you gotta make your make your money. I mean, <laughs> I ain't gonna judge, no judge in here.
2: Yeah, so I mean, entrepreneurship is, you know, it's I guess like you don't, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't think of myself as an entrepreneur, but like when you, if you're a real estate agent, you pretty much are, right, a business owner. You know what well, I mean? that in your art? Yeah. And I mean, so yeah, I mean, you're a dope ass artist. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So, so like, I guess I don't ever like think of my, I, I guess like when you ask me a question, like I guess what is the hardest part of it? I don't, like, I don't know. I guess I enjoy all the processes of it. Mm-hmm. I guess. Okay. Okay. Here's my answer. I think fi- I figured it out. It's enjoying the process is the hardest part because there's so many processes that go to. That's true. Being a real estate agent, being successful in closing deals and drumming up new business right and um making art that sells that the if you you know if you're so focused on the end the end product and you don't enjoy the process then it's like you might as well just work a nine to five and
0: and that's very true that's one thing that i kind of wanted to work on myself especially so i don't know if you know but since June, or the start of June, basically when I got back from Alaska, I've worked 12 hours a day, roughly, every day, to grow the nonprofit, to grow this, to grow our network, um, to continue to build relationships with business owners, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And one thing that I kept doing was I would get lost in the muck. Not to where I stop moving. Right.
2: But you would get like
0: But you would feel you just feel like you have a checklist that you have to do. Right. And I function, that's how I get I have to function. Like if I don't have notes or something in front of me, I'm like, well, what's up? What's up? One thing I realized was and, and I get made fun of is I don't want to type out the list. Right. Right. You just want to write it. And then I have to have a circle next to it and I gotta put a check through it. I don't I don't know i I don't know what it is, but looking at it on paper, it really allows me to ease up on myself.
2: execute. you're not so you're not in your brain so much like yeah da, 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 da. It's well, like, here it is check here it is check.
0: I can see what I've done, right because a lot of the stuff that I've done in real estate and I'm sure art is the same way is it's delayed gratification now right. art. You have instant as far as when you're done, you'd be like, damn, yeah. that looks good.
1: Right.
0: But in order to make the money, like it's delayed, right? right? Like you have to market it. You have to sell it. You have to do all of that. Well, that's the same thing with the nonprofit. That's the same thing with real estate. That's just, it's all delayed gratification. Grant writing. I mean, finally, I'll give a shout out to Wyndham. I'll give a shout out to the Reds. They both gave us uh, some donations recently. So that's big stuff. Some of our big first corporate donations. But without that, st- like, like, without that stuff, you know, I wrote 40 grants. <laughs> right. So for two weeks, I was bogged down just writing grants to companies, and most of them, like real estate, like anything else, right. you get a no. Right. So to look at that list and know, oh, I touched actually all these companies today. Right. You felt, or I felt. Even
2: if you didn't get the response that you wanted from the fact that you right. reached that, the fact that you – reached out and made that call or made Correct. that email, or made that handwritten note or whatever mm-hmm. it was, Instagram message. Right. It, it, on, your, on your end, you're like, all right, I did that, did that, did that. Right. But what if one of those said no right now, but you get that grant later? You're like, we're not right. ready right now, but. Right, right,
0: right. And I got, I got a couple of those. I got a couple that said, hey, come back to me, you know, come January, February, right. March, May, you know, of next year. Right. So they're definitely on the list to touch again. Right but it's one of those things where i told myself i have to enjoy this because if this goes large or if this just becomes fully sustainable right looking back at what i went through and what my team went through to build this right that's something we're all going to sit there and smile about right and that's one thing that i was like we have to enjoy
2: the pro- the, yeah.
0: the process yeah. we have to enjoy Being able to look at each other and say, look, you sweating, I'm sweating. You pulled a 12, I pulled a 14. Oh, shit, our buddy over here pulled 16 last night. We're all working to the same goal, and everything that we do helps humanity. Right. And that's what I love so much is that we are here pushing every day. There's movement every single day. So enjoy it. That's what's up. You know, and that's yeah. it, it's hard though. It's it's harder than it is like to say or to well to do right that, right? It's so hard because like I said, you do get lost sometimes.
2: Right.
0: Having a team I realize though they pull me out when I'm lost. Right. Not hey. so much you know, like it's like you have people that they just check you, right? They you they you they may realize, oh Cody's a little over to the left today, right? You know, let, let's freaking push back, throw a lasso <laughs> yeah. on him and we, we getting him back, but it's good to have those checks and balances. You know, I think, what was it, Tim? The other, uh, I think we had a day and I was like, dude, you off bro. Right. Remember that? Like, yeah, it was, it was, um, uh, and it wasn't like, and you even said you didn't feel off, but your energy just wasn't where it yeah, I wasn't. was. Right. Yeah. And, and it was like, but being able just to be like, open about that stuff with your team right it, it, through this whole process so, I mean that's just huge I'm a
2: big I'm like a big believer in energy like and thought processes on like w- like like you're like you're off like that day like mm-hmm. there's it's okay to be off like I, I feel like oh, now completely. everybody everybody wants to completely. be on all the time you gotta be all the time you gotta be this you gotta be that it's like sometimes like I'm like I'm I'm, I'm a pretty positive person well, honestly, I'm not saying like a really positive person but sometimes I'm like fuck this shit you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I just, I'm just like, this is dumb. Like then, but getting that out, and like, okay, you know what? That was dumb. Right. You get back on your, get, get back realigned, get your energy back. You know, and it's all about, you know, people that you surround yourself with and the energy they, they're putting off. Yep. And you pick that up without you realizing Completely. it. Completely. And then, so you're like, wait a second, I was just hanging out with so-and-so and like <laughs> their negative energy, whatever. But it, you know, you're around a bunch of positive people. You're like, man, I feel so uplifted. Like I want to, I'm motivated. I'm inspired. Let's go. You know. Yeah. But like, I think we're so like, and now instant and with Instagram and Facebook, all the instant gratification. Yep. You you feel like you have to constantly be on. You have to be. You have to be a brand. You have to be this. You have to be mm-hmm. that. Where it's like, you know what? It's okay to just be to feel like shit for a day and not do anything right. and not be productive or like that's normal. Just be like a turd. Mm-hmm. But then realize that like, all right, you know what? I'm going to be – I'm going to pick myself back up, you know? Yeah.
0: Do you find that there's a lot of negativity around social media?
2: I mean, for the most part. I mean, there's there's groups and all that stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I, I find myself on my phone a lot, and I'm like, okay, put it down. Like when I'm at home and it's time to get the kids to bed, I I'll, I plug my phone in on the desk down in the kitchen. Right. And I go upstairs. We take showers. We hang out read books. And, like, I don't – you know, I don't check it until the morning. Mm-hmm. Or like I set my alarm for, like, to get up and take them – but other way, I mean, it used to be just be like, you know, read you get butt.
0: lost, man. You just you get lost,
2: you know. You're just in your phone and you're looking, and you're like, What am I looking at? and just looking and looking, looking. And Everybody's guilty, I mean, everybody's guilty of it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, Hey, but like, even right now, I'm like, Okay, I want to put my phone over here, you know what I mean? like, so like to disconnect, even like, I left my phone out in the car <laughs> in the garage in the cold. I was like, Ah, oh, yes, it was like happy. I was like, oh, I felt so. Free. yeah and, but then as soon as I got up in the morning I was like hey, let me check this Instagram feed real quick and, <laughs> emails, you know, and nothing changed yep. there was no I mean all stuff for work but it wasn't yeah. like I'm like okay I was hoping for something I'm like wait wait so Do you, I, it's a it's a 50-50 double edged sword it is you know? it is and you hear that from everybody
0: because it's a it's a necessary evil yeah. in order for people like yourself and, and me right. to reach audiences we have to use it yeah do you remember uh, how what I used to be like on social media?
2: I mean, yeah, I guess. I think. Hold on, let me think. You, you were like, you were a little shy, right? I guess
0: I didn't post. You didn't post. Yeah, yeah you didn't post really. anything. Maybe a, you were but, like, you were not about it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a birthday post or something.
2: This was when I was posting live
1: videos right. for like, yeah, like right.
2: trying right. to punch you. Like, come on, right, dude. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. And I'd be like, Nah, man, I can't be in front. Okay, of Okay. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: Like, oh, I don't want to make this phone call. Like, just make a call. And you're like, "Mm -hmm."
0: yeah, yeah, right. I did so much research back in, I think, I think it was August, actually. So I just started posting. That's what I was told to do by my marketing team. Right. Just start posting. So that's what I did come the summer. But then August hit, and I just did, a. I, I did tons of research about actual social media algorithms, how to brand, how to hashtag, how to do this, how to do that. I'm not perfect by far. But we've developed a little bit of a following. Cool. <laughs> right. Um over the past 2 months we've grown and I thank everybody for this by 1500 followers on Instagram. That's pretty good. However, what I realized when I was researching all the social media stuff, I was neck high in statistics. Right. Numbers were driving me nuts. And I catch myself and I have to just what I have to do now is just post and not even look at it. Because I will sit there and be looking at the reach with the amount of likes and impressions that it has, with the amount of comments, and I'll be analyzing everything because I'm a numbers mind. Right. And then it's sitting there like those so I a couple weeks I was depressed. I mean, not fully like I don't want to leave depressed. my house, like, but you were Instagram. Yes, You're like I either. was like right. in my own head trapped about the social media stuff. And I was like, I cannot let myself ever – because I was not about social media.
2: Right, and then you got you, you and caught then I, yourself – And getting... I'm
0: about social media now right. for the positive impact that we can have on our channel. Right. But I was like, I I need a balance. Yeah. I need I need to be able to just – so now my rule with everything is I post it and I just walk away. Well, yeah, I don't well, – I don't care about the numbers that that post gets. The idea is any brand that you look at, you have to post, you know, consistently. So I have every week, I have my plan for, oh, I'm posting this, this day, this, this day. And no matter how
2: the attention is that week. You can't, you can't let it affect you. I just post, right? Yeah, I mean, the, you posting is like way better than not posting anything. You're way better than anybody who's not posting anything. Like and it doesn't matter if it's the fact that you just do it and go mm-hmm. through the motion is way better right. than thinking about it because that thought's not getting you anywhere. It's just doing the action. And what, what, what are those numbers? Are you trying, like, what are you trying to win at? Right. You know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah, this post got way more, but what does that, what does that do? To? You yeah. Know yeah. What I mean like, so, okay. So with art, it's like, if I do a painting and I've read this from another artist, do this painting in like five, 10 minutes, right? Post it, 100 likes. Oh, it's great. 30 comments, whatever, how, whatever. Right. I'm like, how oh, sweet it made me feel so good. And then I do this piece of work that I put, spent three hours on, four hours, just, I don't know, a week on, a year on. Post it, I'm like, oh, hashtag it, it's perfect. 20 likes, one comment, and it's just like 20%, you know, the the the, the painting I did, three minutes, for, you know, just a quick thing. Yep. 90% better than all your stuff. The painting that I spent so much time on, it's so many layers to it, like 20%. And you're just that's like. That's the truth.
0: That's the truth. Yeah,
2: but like what, but really though, when we think about it, like what does that all equate to?
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, and that's why I'm like, <laughs> no, no. don't get lost in it, you know, yeah. and, and especially something for anybody that's out there that's an entrepreneur. You Yeah, just post. It's that simple. It's. But I think know, I but, think there's about
2: to be a big shift coming too. And I'm sure like, this is something I heard on Instagram or social media myself, but it's like there's so much information and content out there on how to be a brand and how to market and how to be all the stuff that it's like at some point all this shit's going to get lost into the, the, you know what I mean? Like it's just, there's so much stuff out there that's just going on and on and on and on. Posting, posting, posting. It's mm-hmm. like at what point will any of that stuff matter? You know what I mean? What What, what value or you know what I mean
0: like well you definitely have to have a value like you have like, to
2: have a, a a
0: i guess that 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 idea that people go to you for right and i think that that's something that you know with us it's it's legitimately hope and positivity right you know and that's that's really what we go for now we're all yeah we're explicit and we talk about some hard topics sometimes most of the time but <laughs> But at the end of the day, each segment has motivation, positivity, and hope generally built into it at some point. So it's um, – and I, because I believe that through those hard topics, through the hard discussions – It makes it – It helps us find ourselves. It helps us yeah. connect with people. It opens our minds and allows us to be better tomorrow because we had these discussions. True. Let's talk about your art, though. That's something that I mean. I know I got that painting from my dad. He loves it. By yeah. the way, oh yeah, is, how do you like is, that? You awesome. like that? Yeah, you love. Yeah,
2: it. so like me, I mean, I can talk about real estate, but man, real estate to me, I love real estate, but it's boring. Like it's the same. It, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's. I mean, I love real estate. Like, I love helping people and something. Like the that. process like, is the same. Yeah, it's the same. I mean, it's great, and but art to me, man, that's my shit. You know what I mean? Like, you saw me light up when I just I mean you're like, let's talk about your art. I know. Let's go. Um, let's get it. I don't know, man. Like, I, I so I got my I, I got in a gallery, which was one of my goals this year, at Pop Revolution Gallery in Mason. Okay. Um, I haven't sold anything yet, but for me, it's more about the clout. Like, I right, on my Instagram page, showing at Pop Revolution Gallery. So, what does that mean that you have a gallery? So, like, I have my my artwork in a gallery. Okay. So I could,
0: so I could go there right now.
2: You could go right there right now. and Purchase a painting.
0: Okay. Well, I, then, I won't because you're here. Right. But,
2: yeah. If you did, though, I would, I would take I would, like, take a picture of you and be like, dude, Cody just bought a painting. You know what i But, so, so, like, so on Instagram, I, like, you know, hashtag showing at, not hashtag, but showing at in my profile, yep. at Popper Revolution Gallery, also showing at Almatic Brewing, where I'm show both the two places I'm showing at right now. So, it just gives you that, like credibility oh, yeah. as an artist because yeah, yeah. if you're out like i have a studio like you got people like oh where do you where do you sh- where do you show your work at and you're like oh well i just i just sell online and face i just sell online at facebook you know what i mean um they are like oh okay that's cool <laughs> you got a website you're like yeah i got a website they're like oh, okay cool so where do you buy your stuff at But well, you say as soon as you say i got a show. oh uh, I, I i'm showing at pop revolution gallery yep and They're like, oh, really? Wow, it's so cool. <laughs> and so, like, it gives you this credibility, right? You know what I mean, right? Um, not that I need that, but it's like it makes you, as an artist, it makes oh, you dude, feel that much more official. I can imagine. I really so um, that was kind of cool. I was I was super excited about it because I've been like wanting to do that for a while, and things just kind of came together on that. Like, I met a guy. I painted a mural with a guy at this coffee shop in Hamilton, um, and we like somehow linked up to do that. Um, we actually did a show there together, but. I've been, I, I got into skateboarding, I think in like 1996 Yep. and got into tagging like stop signs and like electrical boards, all that illegal shit, all that illegal shit. And then, <laughs> you know, I'm like tagging a bunch of stuff and then like got into painting. Um, and then like, when you're like, what are you going to do with your life in high school? What are you going to do? What are you going to do with your career? You're like, I'm going to be a rock star. I'm going to go tag yeah. some stop signs. Yeah. I mean, I still have no idea what I'm going to do with my life, but you know, so I was like, Oh, I'll become a graphic designer. And so, through, like, doing graffiti art and graphic design in college, kind of merged the two, and now I'm able to do, like, freelance commission stuff, like, across the board. So, what's the point of tagging uh, to get your name out there? So, like... So, you you tag stop signs to get your name out
0: there.
1: Yeah.
2: But once you realize that, like, nobody cares about... Nobody knows about it, nobody cares about it except for the police and people, other people that tag... You're like, oh, maybe I should get a. Maybe I should like create art. That I, way I I'm, can sell it. I'm attracting the wrong audience. Yeah. <laughs> but the the best part about tagging is it it makes you like good at doing something fast and and like pr- like and like creative, I guess. Okay. Or like repetitiously. So like you're like you get this tag down and you start writing it on a stop sign, mm-hmm. an electrical box, a bus, a train, a titty. I just thought that Is that be. something that you've no, done? No, 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 no. You, for sure you put them on some titties? For sure not, no. <laughs> so, but then, you know, so like, so you apply that same like method to your real estate. Like, all right, I'm going to tag as many stops as I can, right? Yep. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to contact as many potential clients as I can right. in a short amount of time, right? Or like, I'm going to hit up as many art guys as I can to see if I can sell, you know, put my art in the gallery. Any,
0: um, is any of your uh, graffiti artwork out there?
2: Uh, probably still is, yeah. Yeah? I would say, like, riding on trains and stuff like that. But... You you don't follow the trains? You didn't put, like, trackers on them or anything? Uh, nah, was, no, this is way before, like, all that GPS tracking. I mean, I would now. <laughs> See where it goes? Actually, I probably wouldn't because then you'd get caught. But, no, I, yeah. I mean, I, I've definitely got a lot of pictures of the trains i painted, but I don't think I've seen one rolling. But it's pretty cool riding down Cincinnati, like, down 71 and yeah. seeing all the trains. And then like seeing a train from a dude that you painted with, like I actually remember painting a train with that guy.
0: That's crazy. So walk me through actually going and doing that.
2: What times are you doing it? So you usually do it at night. Unless you like have a chilly yard that you paint. Um, But like we would drive around the train yard and look, make sure there's nobody there, and then park and just roll up (laughs) with our paint cans and
0: just go to town
2: start painting, you know, and then the next day you go back and get pictures of it during the day, which doesn't make sense because you're in the daylight taking pictures of what you did. Right. But that's what we would do. Yeah. You, know? you ever have any close run-ins? Nah, uh, not really. Not painting trains. Okay. But I did get caught painting a Banner Warehouse. The whole warehouse? I just like a little wall. Oh. I actually didn't get caught painting. I just got caught walking out and I had Head. a broken ankle and was uh, on a crutch and I couldn't run. <laughs> so so I was kind of just kind of stuck.
0: They let you go or what happened? No, like I that?
2: spent like 2 days in my county jail. Just 2 days. That's yeah, harsh. It's was like a felony. And then they let me go. Yeah. It was a it a felony? It was a felony and then I forget how we got like somehow got they couldn't prove we painted so they're like, all right, you guys are released, but it was over the weekend too, so it was like you had to stay for the two mm. days. But then, like everybody that we were with, we were like, all right, you guys are all good to go because I
0: can't believe painting some vandalism, I guess, is a felony. Yeah, that's
3: that seems a bit harsh. Did did you like used to steal paint cans and stuff?
2: Nah, I mean, I think I did when I was younger, like real young. But like then I have like I had like side hustles where I would be able to buy paint, or like my yeah. parents would buy me paint. I guess. Right.
3: Do you have a Do you have a black book?
2: Yeah. Oh, I got So I still to this day buy black books. Like if I'm at the art store with my kids, I'm like, "Oh, a little black book." I'm going to buy that. And then like I just buy it and never draw anything in it. <laughs> just have a bookshelf full of black books with nothing in them.
0: So, so one day your kids are going to, you know, wait, yeah. wait long 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 down the line when when they're grown and you right. pass away, "Oh, these are all his black books. Right. He was a
2: famous artist. Let's sell them." There's nothing yeah. There's nothing in them. <laughs> So I have like my original two or three or four, I think four. Yeah, four original ones that like from back in the day that are like legit, that are cool with a bunch of graffiti in them. Yeah, that I have like in my basement, and then the ones in my study that I in my bookshelf, they're just like there. <laughs> just like I pull them out, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is nice. Yeah, I'm not gonna draw. anything, think
3: I put it back. What was, what was your tag?
2: Uh, my tag. Well, I used to write Empas, which was E M P A S, like for like it was like slang for empire, like empire, like i'm kind of embarrassed you thought you were cool didn't yeah you know? like was <laughs> <in, in> pause <laughs> uh and then i had a bunch of different ones um but yeah i kind of came to a point where i'm like you know what what am i doing like i still i still would do it I and mean, i probably should still do it i don't know why i don't just because it's like that raw 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 that yeah. It's one of those things where like, i could care less if i'm getting paid for like you Still have like, I'm gonna go tag this sign right now. Like I'm gonna go paint it right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, dude, I'm for real. It's like that.
3: So you don't carry around like paint markers with you? I still,
2: I mean, I, still, I think I have one of my in my car, just in case. Just in case, in case like she wants to. If I like, if there's a bathroom, like I'm gonna definitely tag this bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's like for me, it's like I have a family now with kids, and like to get in trouble for writing your name doesn't You're make screwed, s- bro. doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nope. Um, not to say I won't do it again, but I probably won't. What was the first piece of art that you sold? Ooh, man. Oh, you don't remember it like that? Yeah, that's a good question. Wow. It's like the first time you did something else. Um, you know, Oh, man. I, I, <laughs> the first piece of art, man, I, we used to do these art shows. With my, my graffiti buddy, he would do these art shows at like uh, like bars and like restaurants. I guess it's like a bar, like a club, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I remember doing like certain pieces. Then, like I thought, I was like the way I would approach was like, what would what would I want to? If I went to a club, what would I buy for hundred bucks? Yep. If I was drunk, so I try to make pieces like that. And I guess I, mean, I I guess I found this closet or like this mini mini closet. I don't know, it was a door. I don't think it was like an actual closet door size, but I just took this stencil of ABCs and I painted the door black. And I took a stencil and painted it white on the door. And then the bottom one, I, I did it a little harder so it dripped, and I like think I sold it for like eighty or hundred bucks at like that night at the club, and I was like, that was tight. Cause I found the door like at a thrift store thing for like two dollars. Yep. Took a stencil, spray painted it, boom, boom, boom. I think it's probably one of the first pieces I sold.
3: Somebody walked out of a club with a door.
2: Yeah, I mean it wasn't like a, it was like a smaller door. It was like a.
3: So a midget door.
2: Yeah, it was a midget door. Okay. It was like a smaller. It wasn't like this. It's probably like this size, maybe like. It was a weird door.
0: Then it wasn't a door.
2: But it was a door. Because it had a handle. Like, it had like a hole on it like that. Anyways, that's not the point. It was... <clears throat> I sold her for 80
0: bucks. And, and it took you a long time to think about that.
2: No. It didn't take me that long. To think no, about it. I mean, it kind of did. Like it was too This You, you gotta think. There's was a lot of spray paint. And a lot of pot smoke.
0: Years well, ago. It is what it is. <laughs> you you asked me the
2: question. I'm going to give you the. So, yeah, that's probably one of the first pieces I sold. I, I mean, I probably sold other stuff besides that. Yeah. It's one that sticks out in my head. Just Blaze, baby. Just Blaze. I wish you had the music on to play that right now. Just Blaze. Now. So, and then we I would do those shows with him all the time. We'd go up to Columbus and do that and like, do live paintings. Mm-hmm. And we'd always sell the live paintings because you're up there with the guys like rapping and you're like painting right there your graffiti what's up, what's up? <laughs> so yeah
0: did you uh do you have any influencers like do you like any artist like, oh yeah mod- a, or um, modern historic i mean do you who do you follow do you um man like all your work after anybody
2: ton, like all my graffiti stuff or like my art I, like, like both like, both yeah Man, growing up there's a ton of dudes that like used to write graffiti that were like local um like Cincinnati and Dayton, like graffiti artists that I would follow, still follow on Instagram now. Yeah. Um that I was super into. So it's like this big community. Oh, it's a sub definitely a subculture. I mean it's like hip hop subculture. Mm-hmm. Um I mean on Instagram now. It's like oh if I had, if I would have had Instagram back then when I started painting, like You'd be at if I if I didn't become thousand followers. If I didn't become like like a domesticated uh like dad Who was like took responsibility for his life, I guess, in a sense of like, I don't know, growing up and not like getting in trouble. God, I don't know what if there was Instagram back then, I'd probably be in trouble because there was like now there's so much access to just like easy access style and and just how to I mean, it's almost sleazy. It is. It's yeah, it's crazy. So I'm glad that didn't happen because I don't know where I'd be right now. But because I'm really happy with where I'm at right now. Yeah. As far as like, you know being married and having Life. have a family yeah. yeah yeah so um i'd probably be in a crazy place i don't know yeah that's a weird thought That's a weird thought so that anyways let's steer thought. away from that um yeah so i guess influencers dude with instagram now it there's you can you pull up your phone and hit search and like art and it's just like you can learn a business in like right. an hour. You know what I mean? You like any historic artists? Yeah, so like Leonardo da Vinci, uh, which sounds pretty cliche, mm-hmm. but the fact that he was like a renaissance man on like Jack of all trades, right. I guess. That dude was crazy. Am I talking close enough to the microphone now? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Um. So like Mona Lisa, you know what I'm saying? I've been like talking away from Mona Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> Um the little Wayne. That's a little Wayne. You just like, say banana. <laughs> that was like a little wheezy in the song. <laughs> I pulled up a hammer. No, so uh Mona Lisa, like I found this print. So, okay. I have a picker. I have a buddy who's a picker when I worked at Starbucks. Okay. He goes, hey David. Uh I'm at this house and uh there's a bunch of paintings here. Do you want them? I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. So I go there, and he's got Mona Lisa on the curb and this little like chair a little fold-out chair i'm like what are you doing with that mona lisa he's like i'm fucking throwing that shit away i'm like i'm gonna take that i'm gonna frame it so i have that mona lisa framed in my house right now okay oh, in my studio with the little fold-out chair because it's like that's a little sitting chair like, Get throw that shit away it's ugly i'm like reminds me of like july 4th when i was like 12 10 with a little out you know those little like fold-out chairs they're like do they have like the ratchet
1: yeah it's,
0: it, like, it, it's, like, it's
2: all metal <laughs> it's all shitty but it's like brand new <laughs> But it's from like 1980. It's the best, right? Um, so like, yeah, I don't know where that story came from. Mona Lisa, yeah, Leonardo da Vinci probably. Now you're, now I'm getting comfortable because I'm starting to like just ADHD everywhere. Uh, definitely Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, what's his name? M. C. Escher. I'm the dude who does like the re- repetition paintings that like mirror each other. Mm. They're fucking crazy. Um, man, put me on the spot about artists. I don't know. You like like Van Gogh. Yeah, Van Gogh with his m- yeah. missing ear. Yeah, but don't they yeah. do a
0: big festival in Europe for him? There's like he's I think tight. a country that has like all these flower floats or something yeah, for Van yeah. Gogh. That would be insane to go to. I would be down. I'd be, be happy to go to. That. Van
2: Gogh's tight because he like wasn't successful when he was alive, and he was crazy. Yeah, but you know who I like? I like Dolly. Dolly, yeah, he's Salvador Dali. Yeah, he's, he's tight. a
0: G. He's got some nice work.
2: He got me really racking my brain about artists. There's just a ton of artists that, like, there are.
0: Da Vinci was uh, way ahead of his time, though. Yeah. That <laughs> mind, dude. That mind. D- didn't last cast we talk about um, Elon Musk? <sighs> da Vinci, though. Elon he, Musk he, is tight, he's, though. Uh, all right, yeah, well, we're not going to go back into that. Yeah, he
3: has some. He's. <laughs> I mean,
2: he's tight. He's, I mean, I don't know much Wait. about him. Da Vinci, though. He he's like Elon Musk I mean, on steroids. If da Vinci had a car line called like Mona. I'd probably get one. He, he, who wouldn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cuz I want to I want to drive a Tesla. Oh my gosh. But I would definitely drive a Mona. Where's this conversation going?
3: Um what are your thoughts on Picasso? Uh
2: Picasso, he's tight. My, so my favorite picture Dude, You said every famous artist is tight. That dude, that's all. My, so this is this is a, this is my vocabulary. Sub dude, and that shit's tight. So the Picasso painting, <laughs> but there's no like, uh, ah, no, he he ain't cool. Like, he, he, okay, he, so Picasso, you... Picasso was kind of shitty as a person. Uh huh. But what I remember like learning about Picasso when I was little as an artist, he had that like picture of his hands, and he had breadsticks He put breadsticks on his fingers, and he's yep. like, these are my hands. That shit, well, to me, I'm like, dude, that's the dopest. That's so cool. Still, like if I see that picture, I'm like, That's, "See that picture right there? That shit's fucking cool." This is breadsticks, and I love pizza. So, who doesn't?
3: <laughs> I don't know if it's, uh I, I don't know if it's Picasso, but when I went to Europe, I learned that it, it probably was Picasso. When he first started painting, he he did a lot of naked ladies, okay, because he used to go to brothels. Like, yeah, I think that was Picasso. I'm not sure. Another one. Oh. I don't know what that answer uh, was. I
2: was just, yeah, I mean, uh, pica- as, as, like, a person, he was pretty, I guess, like, a...
3: He was a douche. Yeah. Whatever. Kind of shitty,
2: yeah.
0: But I'm fascinated, though, by all that ancient art. And someone didn't silence their phone.
2: Sorry, babe. Call you back in a second. All right. So, yeah, but, I mean, dude, art is, like... is awesome. But I'm yeah. more of
0: a... I, I like more, like, the artists that we've named. Like, I... I'm more into that historic stuff. The yeah. Sculpting, I am fascinated by sculptures. Architecture, I am all about architecture. That stuff is insane in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I think what, what Michelangelo? Who who did, like, the statue of David, or
0: is it Michelangelo? I think so. I think that sounds right. You uh, want to fact check that? Oh, yeah.
3: I, that's what I'm here for.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, so. Timmy and I are in our own zone
1: today. Artists.
2: <laughs> Like, there's like a lot of famous artists, but there's a, lot of famous, there's a lot of artists that you've never heard of that like I've done research on. I'm like, that you, like. Who like, should I, I look, look up? Body of we, work.
0: After we leave here today, who should I look up, and who would you say the audience should look up? All right, hold up. That would be. i I've got to pull up my phone for this. So like, so give us one graffiti artist, and give us one, uh, one kind of artist that does similar right, historical so, okay.
3: stuff. Michelangelo.
2: <clears throat>
3: Sorry, my my, my Asianist came out. <laughs> Michelangelo. So,
2: one of my favorite graffiti artists is Revoke. Yeah, hey, I'm with you. I don't he's, know if I can like, finish this. You're going
0: to have to take over.
3: <laughs> hey, you started off the podcast bad, too, so let's not.
2: It's that boy, Mitch. Um, <laughs> the Orange Turtle. All right, so you gotta look up Jason Revoke, R E V O K. He's got like he's got like 250,000 followers on Instagram. You um, wanna throw
3: out your Instagram for the audience?
2: Uh, You can throw up my art Instagram. Whatever you want, my man. It's at uh, David Jonathan Creative. At David Jonathan Creative. It's like the longest handle ever. But that's all right. DJC. Uh, one of my favorite printmakers is like. Hold on. I gotta look this. Sh- yeah see, I don't like looking stuff up. On. The printmaker and her dog. And her dog. Yeah, the printmaker and her dog. That's the title. That's that's her. That's her name. She's a co- contemporary Canadian printmaker, and she like does these weird mountains. But she's like one of my favorite artists.
1: The um,
0: printmaker and her dog. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. I'm going to check out
2: these two. And my local artist would be Jason.
0: Oh, local.
2: Erler. With oh, a third. Hold on. Jason underscore E R L E R underscore art. And this dude does these like crazy clean paintings. Yeah. And he works at the art store. And he's just like, I love his stuff that's what's up
0: always support local business that's what we all about here so local business bitness but definitely you as a as an artist is what we definitely wanted to talk about and promote so
2: yeah so other than that man it's like
0: don't worry about him remember
2: oh yeah i forgot (laughs) you like beer right Mm. i'm a big yeah I was big into craft beer for a while. I mean, still. What's your favorite? Man, like, favorite favorite
0: beer, beer mm-hmm. in
2: general? Yeah. Bud Light. Ah, that's shit. Boring. Just that is really boring. So, favorite beer, craft beer, probably a low will be Truth, which is also kind of okay. like boring. Yeah, it's kind of boring, too. But um, I just had a Fat Heads not too long ago, mm-hmm. which is from Cleveland, Yep. which I would call the Cleveland's Truth. That shit's good. Where's your favorite brewery? Man, these, man, man. like Man. Uh, where at? I mean, which one Anywhere? comes to mind? Um,
0: whew.
3: that's tough. I'm
2: trying to think off the top of my head. Where's where Tim? Where's your favorite brewery?
3: I'm. Since I went to OU, I'll say Jackyos. O's. Jack, yeah,
2: dude. <laughs> I've never been to O's, but they make some good beer. beer. They do. They do. Uh, local favorite brewery would probably be. Hold up, hold up. It's, I'm racking my. We holding, paused. I don't know, man. I have to pass on that question.
0: I was up in Cleveland earlier this year, and I'd have to say Great Lakes in the oh. Cellar Brewery. Did you know that Great Lakes is the oldest craft brewery in Ohio?
2: Is it 1984? 82. Maybe I
0: was in the oldest part then, because it's like this really <laughs> old cellar that you go down into. I mean, the upstairs is all right. Done, it's all new, but it's like you're walking into like an irish pub like that's that's gotcha. what it feels
2: like like an old school pub It is the coolest thing i'd like to go i've never been up there before i've been up to cleveland but i've never been to the great lakes brewery yeah you remember like what's that show uh the Jim, what's it jim carrey jim? no what's that what's that dude from cleveland cleveland rocks what's that show i don't know what you're talking about actually you guys might be too young Cleveland Rocks. What's that show? Oh, okay, we got. to cut this part out.
0: Nah,
3: I'm Cleveland Rocks. Tim, can you help us? Dude, first of all, the internet's ass right now. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, so we screwed up. We're, we're really... Anyways, they have Great Lakes. Today
0: is a rough I, day. Yeah, I
2: feel. Yeah, I'm. I feel stupid about this, but I should know that show. But they have. They like, they're always drinking Great Lakes beer in the sh- in the show. Yeah, it's based in Cleveland. The Drew Carey show. Drew Carey show. Thank you. I was like, uh, th- I said Jim Carey. He never had a show. I know. That's Drew, thank you. Thank
0: no you. problem. Tim's always coming in clutch with the facts. He keeps me straight on this show.
3: By the way, Great Lakes, 1988. 88, see? Boom.
0: I was close. Yeah. I was he, born in 84. He keeps me straight, though. Elliot Ness saw
2: a little thing about Stuff's him up good. there. good. Yeah. It's a good beer. It's pretty good. It's pretty favorite cool. local, Yellow Springs. Favorite local brewery. See, I knew it would come to me. Isn't that up north, right? It's like past eight and like 20 yeah. minutes past eight. Yeah. yeah. Probably favorite. Kind of a hippie town, right? Yeah. Yeah. But the beer. They got some good
0: hiking up there, right? They do, yeah. And beer, and beer, yeah. Hiking and beer. Well, what else do you need? They have haha pizza. It's good know. pizza. I like the, our pizza around here, personally. There's a lot of. You good ever pizza been to Marion's pizza? Here. Yeah, shout out Marion's. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. <laughs> My favorite pizza. My family likes it. I don't know why they bought that big of a place, but. I mean, My they've been in business it. now for a while. They have, and that surprises me. Just because I see the, <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm, it does surprise me. Like the parking lot. Yeah, you empty, Yeah, you right? drive
2: by. You're like, eh, nobody there. But you drive by like seven yeah, o'clock. there's people there. Okay. Yeah. Like, on a Thursday. Right.
3: Your, I love what. Sorry, I was gonna say, what's your favorite style of pizza?
2: Oh, probably like a New York cheese, like big.
3: Oh, it's like super thin.
2: Yeah, super thin.
3: Is that what you like, Tim? Uh I'm like, I like that deep dish. Yeah. Yeah, you got to give me the, I can, crush, I can
2: I could crush a dish, deep actually, dish, though. Actually, I think dish, what dish. I like more
0: is kind of something in the middle. Yeah. Like, like kind of. I What I'm are your thoughts th- on the roses? Like, I don't like their traditional crust. really. Their pan is actually good. Pan pizza, yeah. If you get their pan pizza, and that's kind of what I like. I don't necessarily like, like, three inches of bread. and When right. you're sitting there, like, trying to eat this thing. But I do like a crisp, crisp like pan pizza, to where the edges are all crunch, you know, crunchy.
2: What do you know about La Rosa's at Kings Island? It tastes completely different than everything else. The best La Rosa's. It is definitely well, and the conversation is all get out. Well, yeah, but but that's why it's the best. <laughs> it has to be the best. It's like it when you drink be. a beer. Like I, I was at the Bengals game the other day, and I drank a I about two Bud Lights. Oh, they were the best. Were nineteen eighty for both of them. they were mm-hmm. the best. Twenty dollars, twenty bucks, and I sat down like. It's so cold, and these bangles are really bad, but this makes it a lot better.
0: Makes it a lot better. Drink the sorrows away. Yeah.
2: It was like, wow, this is really good for $10. You for... hear about
0: that dude that pledged to live on the
2: roof? Oh, yeah. The bangles, dude. Yeah. yeah. Did he do it again? Is that because he, some, some guy did it like a long time ago, right? Yeah. Well, there's some guy this season
0: saying that he he's going to live it. on a roof until they win. So. <sighs> I don't know if he's still up there. It's kind of cold now. Yeah, it's really cold. I, I'd come down because it's cold.
2: You know they're not winning. <laughs> they're not gonna win. Poor Bengals.
0: I don't even know if they can beat the Dolphins. They might. The Dolphins are getting their stride, bro. God, Super Jesus. Bowl. Who is this guy? I put, <laughs> <get their> <laughs> I, I put all my money in the uh, the bet in Vegas for the Dolphins.
1: Hey, I'm blaming.
0: Look, if I win, might be worth some money. <laughs> It's gonna be a lot of money coming back. No, I'm not really. You got any news articles for us? I know I want that crazy one. I saw that one earlier today.
3: Uh, sure. Yeah, we'll talk about it. So there's an outbreak of I'm gonna butcher it, but bubonic plague. Yeah,
2: the bubonic plague. That shit's been around forever, man. That's what's up. He's excited about <laughs> yeah. that shit. Yeah, it came, it's, he said this is what first we of live all. For. I mean, like, I mean, on a real note, like, I hope nobody gets it. But like, oh, right. some people already have. Is it in America?
3: China. 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 There's
0: some fucked up shit going on in China.
3: Hong Kong, to be exact.
2: So there's the bubonic plague in Hong Kong
0: right now? China, China. They ate, I think they ate a, what was it, a marmot?
3: Yeah. They ate a marmot for
0: some health reasons or something.
3: It's, and like, then, a, it's like a remedy that yeah. people do. And then they got the bubonic plague. They got the yep. bubonic plague. It's back, bitches.
2: Damn, the bubonic plague. So the bubonic plague is the best sounding plague like if you could have like the plague, it sounds like awful. But when you say bubonic in
3: front of it, if that's a know. drink, I mean I'm drinking the drink. Yeah,
2: bubonic. Like, dude, let's make that. <laughs> what a is bubonic? Drink? Mean, it sounds though.
3: like a music genre. It does.
2: Let me look this up real quick. Bubonic plague. So the bubonic plague is back. Boo. Bu- oh, well, I mean, if you count so, two I mean, people having it as back, sure. I mean, I'm sure are that's sure? spread. So they, is that confirm it's bubonic plague? Yeah. Yes. Which is kind of scary. Yeah. So. But over in
0: China, you got to think. There's hella people over there. There's hella people, but they got a lot of fucked up shit happening. And I know yeah. I really haven't cursed all show, but China, they are freaking. Did you see the video with that dude shooting a random woman?
3: You're talking about tear gassing her in the face? Oh. No, um, he just shot her in the well, chest. Well, that, that was in Hong That's in Hong Kong. Wait, Hong Kong's in China. It's no, in it's China. Not. Yes, it is. Time out. Am I? Conf- Don't listen to me. Hong Kong's in China, right? Bro, it is not our <laughs> night tonight. Oh,
0: no, I'm feeling a little off. Yeah,
2: but bubonic plague for real. So like on a hot yeah, I feel bad. I hope it doesn't come to America. That would I really, suck.
0: that would, dude. Run. I wouldn't be surprised if it would. Run.
2: It probably won't. I,
0: the question is, is where can that virus live? Right, because Congrats. we're in our winter. You know what I'm saying? So is China in their winter? I don't really know if there's Does China people. have winter?
2: Yeah, that one. They have to have Yeah, a, yeah I should know that yeah. I'm a, I'm You're, that's part your Chinese, heritage, yeah. bro. But I'm not, I, I guess I've been to Hong Kong before.
3: I guess the reason why I don't associate Hong Kong with China is because technically they don't want to be a part of mainland China. Well, Britain also but,
2: ran Hong Kong, right? Or was that Somebody here? No. What happened? No, we're
0: good. We're yeah. keep going. Keep talking. Timmy, you uh so, thanks for distracting play, yeah. us, bro. I mean, Me
3: you don't have to be looking at me.
0: No, i am going stare.
3: That's fine. Well, the last thirty minutes is of this game, right. that's still that's rolling. Still rolling. How you do <laughs> it?
2: Right, so, yeah, I don't know. That's some crazy shit. I don't, I, I try to I don't watch the news because you're like, shit. Right. Bubonic plague is out there. Yeah, it's crazy. the Zika virus. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Why do these things disappear though? Like, because Ebola, I thought was taking over the whole freaking world.
3: I really did. Speaking of Ebola, they um, the first vaccine has been approved for Ebola. They're still working on that shit? I mean, it's not like it it disappears forever. But it's out of the... Like, I it was...
0: I thought it was the next plague, right? Everybody was turning into really horrible... It, the pictures were horrible. So, we're sitting you know, there waking Ebola, okay. up, and U.S. gets a couple cases, and now we're like... What's happening? And then all of a sudden, literally, there was no, oh, don't worry anymore. Ebola is not going to end up making it to the mainland, you know, America, blah, blah, blah. It just was gone. Just, yeah. The media didn't say anything.
2: See, that's it. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I'm like, I don't understand. I don't know why it's gone. (laughs) But now if you said that that literally was something saying that we got got our first vaccine with it. That Clearly someone didn't forget about it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Ebola virus, bubonic plague. Swine flu. Swine flu. What else? Yellow fever. Yellow fever. Yeah, I remember I remember going <laughs> I remember Please. going to, I remember going, I see this graphic designer's house in like high school and I coughed. He's like, Yeah, it better not be the bird flu. And I'm like,
0: the bird flu It's like
2: damn bro, that wasn't racist as damn. shit. <laughs> and like all my friends were like, damn, that was racist as shit. I'm like, yeah, damn. fuck this guy. And so I went I went tagged this building later on. <laughs> Empire baby. Empoff. That was a long time ago. Impof. That was a long time ago though. But yeah, so bubonic plague, Ebola virus. Yep. It just those are great names for like r- like when people rap and you're like the bubonic plague. Like, I'm pretty sure I've heard the Rizza in like a rap song, like talk about like that. Holy and the Ebola virus.
0: Did you just say a rap song with the bubonic plague in it?
2: I don't know. Like, I'll fuck you up like the bubonic plague. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where I'm going with this right now. But.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there's been a couple cases of the whooping cough around here.
0: That yeah. shit's coming back too.
3: I don't think it ever left. I just feel like it's still there. Just no one talks about it. Like one or two people get it, then that's it. But it's Westchester. We got nothing else happening.
0: We, yeah, we have nothing else happening up here.
3: Nothing cool anyway. No.
0: Sex trafficking.
3: Oh, shit. Oh. That
0: is bad up here. Yeah. And heroin.
3: Apparently, Ohio's like the top sex trafficking state or something. the highways,
0: shit. dog. We got all the major yeah, routes. Yeah, 75,
2: 71 is huge. Yep. That's just scary, too, man. It like, is. There's a ton of hotels right off the...
0: Yep. You see all the posts about what to do if you get caught. Cause I don't sex know. Sex trafficking? Yeah. Or like caught? <laughs> no, like if you're <laughs> if you're a victim, not if you get caught. Actually.
2: Oh, if you get caught from the sex yeah, trafficker, I, I was like, wait, right. wait, what? I guess I should have uh, <laughs>
0: should have clarified a yeah. little bit.
2: No, I'm just kidding. But I, yeah,
0: I don't think we uh, talked about this because I think we actually had something go wrong last time. So I'm gonna bring it up now. There was a guy driving um, stopped right. And then guys jumped him through him in the trunk. Okay. Oh shit. They were driving him down to Kentucky. They literally the cops finally find this random car and pull him over. And we're able to find the dude in the trunk. Okay. He was about to be sold for the organ trade. Oh. So we ain't got just the sex trade up in this bitch. We got the Morgan trades coming oh. too.
3: Selling babies, too. Selling babies. You see pictures? There's pictures and videos of that. It's really
2: sad, See, that's... I can't... That's
3: really... Yeah, let's not... See, that's why I'm like...
2: That shit gets me paranoid, man. I don't want to think about that. It's pretty crazy.
0: It's pretty crazy. And to think that it's happening in our backyard... Yeah. And it's one of those things where... Most of the time in society, we don't... Feel or believe or go out on a ledge... Unless it directly impacts us, right? However, I think something like that needs to be made of, you know, much, much larger of a deal so that we can sit there and educate. I mean, I'm the oldest of seven. I have four younger siblings that are women. Right. (laughs) I mean, yeah, we talk about stranger danger. Don't go up to the car if they say here's a, a, a airhead or, you know, whatever the case may be. But why aren't we talking about, oh, they hit 16, okay, you may have a woman in a Kroger, Walmart, Grocer, my, you know, whatever, grocery parking lot sitting there saying, I need help with my car jump, you know, blah, blah, blah. Why aren't we trying to do more preventatives and instructions telling them you need to learn how, and it's difficult, but learn how to weigh the situation on the fly, or if you're that age, just say i am sorry i can't help you right. and just get in the car and leave you know it, why is this not well, something well, yeah. that's still turning over because it is growing why are they weird be asking level?
2: like a younger person for help on that situation right, right. it's like right uh,
0: but they've also done that with single single women just coming out of the store right that's that's one way that they've been getting people or they'll get women i heard i just actually it's weird you brought this up today cuz i just read a story on online about if you're a woman there's been a statistical analysis done that most women jump in the car and the first thing they do is they check their phone
2: again i've seen that, that, yeah, that time is, and time again
0: that is the time i guess that they're saying
2: uh, when they people ps- are
0: coming at you
2: right so right you get you yeah. hop in your car you look, I mean, I'm guilty. I, right. do, I, I think I get my coffee. I drop the kids off of school. I get my coffee. Yep. Hop back in the car, and I'm like, let me look at Instagram. Yep. And then boom. And that, But the, that's exactly but, well, when like, it's happening. Yeah. Because so you it, don't lock your car. You don't lock your car, your car like, door. You don't so lock your car door. And then, yeah, they just open up right. and you're
0: gone. It's really, really scary. Yeah, that's It crazy. really, really is scary. I mean, now I'm – glad my organs are chemo soiled so uh, nobody's gonna like them very much but
2: so that incident happened in ha happened here in westchester they or where, where did it happen at
0: i think it was it was actually somewhere around here that the guy was picked
2: up man yeah but i mean that shit can happen I mean, like like the, it can't happen right, anywhere. like the mass shooting up in date in the organ district it, man it's like yeah. you don't think it you don't think that stuff's gonna happen until right. it happens in your backyard and you're like well shit shit's real yep or, like, the tornado. Like, I was driving through Troy Street, and I'm like, yep. what what's up with all these houses that are all not, demolished? I wonder why that tornado is down. I'm like, oh, like yeah. that's the fucking tornado. Like, this shit's real. It's right. not just like, I don't know. Dayton had a rough uh, rough go for the yeah. summer.
0: It was really It rough. really did. But, I mean, I think that's the beautif- beautiful thing, though, about us people, right? In any time of trauma, we always come together. Yeah, resilience is... And I think it's what's kept the race alive. It was weird. I was listening to somebody talk about the end of the world. And they were talking about how they don't necessarily believe that the end of the world is something that kills everybody. Right. They think that the times that something like the Four Horsemen and all this stuff were written about, we didn't have mass media. So we really didn't know what was going on everywhere else. So they think maybe a hurricane hitting someplace and then that place having 70% of its population right, wiped, take, out. wiped out is that. Now, it is possible that the earth itself goes through backlashes of natural disasters right. left and right, left and right. And it does wipe out a ton of the population. But us as a race, we are so resilient. Yeah, Crafty, resilient, and able to just...
2: I mean, we're like adapt and survive. I mean, yeah, we're like scavengers. We can eat whatever. We can do whatever. That's what I always think about with like dinosaurs. Like, what if so, like, what if a, a catastrophe like that happened or like where there's something hits us? Right. And like, I don't know, 95% of the world is, is just engulfed in flame or whatever. Like, however they say it happened before. Because I mean, that's could happen. But like, you know, like, I don't know how many people, like 20,000 people stay alive somewhere where it right. didn't somehow, the effects weren't, you know what I mean? Yeah how do those people rebuild is hard.
0: And this is something I could talk hours on because I believe that our species as a, as a whole has been this advanced before. And, right. and that's, no, so the, that's yeah. something that I completely so believe. That's because, yeah,
2: like all the, Atl- like all the stuff, all the, the buy, bi- everything that you have read about and heard about right. and learned about like Atlantis and all this other stuff. It's like, I, that's the thing I think about too. I'm like, okay, where like all ancient alien, all this stuff. Like there's, there was definitely a time where we got to a certain point and then some natural catastrophe happened that erased all the knowledge of that. Mm -hmm. But there's some evidence that like the, like the Egyptians and all that stuff. It's like something happened, but we don't have proof of it. But then there's like, dude, that gets me going because I,
0: I literally believe that we have been here and have been this advanced, if not more advanced before, probably way more advanced before. I mean, it, it's just some of the stuff you what, can't explain.
2: What if, like, I think there's, like, way more advanced that we just don't know about that still exists. That's possible.
0: Right? It's possible.
3: Uh, have you seen the Netflix um, documentary about Bill Lazar? I think his name. Or no. it's a guy who, um, he worked... Everything's in quotes here, but apparently, he worked at Area 51 on, like, alien spaceships that apparently we have... They're just there. Yeah, and, like, he's... They have, like, he's saying that, like, the inside these spaceships, there's, like, the, the the engine itself, there's, like, a magnetic field that, like, you, like, it propels you away or some shit like that. And, I mean, everything he says seems really out there, but, like, you could see it making yeah. sense. But it makes complete yeah. sense at the same right. time. And, like, it, it's crazy. Cause Can we
2: note real quick how we went from talking about pizza and beer to aliens? Yeah, I'm all about that, just that, real quick. That,
0: that's the show, my but, man. But, yeah, so, <laughs> so, but, like, it's, it's weird, though, because you have, you have, I think it was, I was watching a National Geographic thing that said if we were gone for, we'll say, in 100 years, everything that we have would be gone, like, destroyed. Right. Completely destroyed by nature from it just naturally taking its course. Yeah. And no upkeep, right? So isn't that weird? How if a hundred years can do that, what does thousands on top of thousands do? LV, yeah. And if there was a natural disaster, what does that actually do? Right? Right. It's just crazy. And and talking about things like the UFO stuff, it's it's one of those things where you got pilots now flying around and on their cameras seeing footage of stuff, and they're like, we can't explain. I think there's been four sightings of UFOs. Right. Stuff. Not just this year. Like the Air Force released footage of these high class pilots flying like fighter jets saying, holy shit. And you just see this thing and then going somewhere else. So
2: freaking fast right past them. And it's, it. you can't make out what it is. Right. Well, just, I think like just about the pyramids and what they can't, how they can't figure out how those were built. And you're like, okay. There's or like Tesla's Tesla's thing that he was building before right. he got taken over by JP Morgan. It's like there's some sort of source of energy or some sort of movement that yeah. was existed that we just don't have Nik- the
0: Nikolai Tesla. That's a crazy story.
2: You know what I mean? They're like there's something out there's like obviously it's apparent mm-hmm. and like it might exist still, but we're just you know what
0: I wish they taught in school was that uh ancient Egypt had batteries. They don't teach that shit. Yeah.
3: They have batteries. You know Atlantis was in Egypt, right? Was it in Egypt? Yeah. Like the well, so to say, like but like uh if you look at drawings or paintings of Atlantis, the like the circle shape or whatever, there's a place in Egypt that's it looks just like it and you can tell it used to be like bottom of a body of water. Of water. Which is crazy.
0: Yeah. But Egypt has batteries. Ancient Egypt, ancient batteries, like they're about yay big, and they were said to have the power of double A whatever. Crazy. Mm-hmm. They don't yeah, teach yeah. me that.
2: No, yeah, the what you learn in yeah, what you learn in school was like
0: nothing, right? They want to tell you that pharaohs and all this stuff, and they fought each other, and and it was just ancient. It's old.
2: No, there's a whole yeah. Well, they got they had all like, kinds ca- of technology. Like like that. Talking about China, like in China being yeah. like. Like maybe like some people think like Chinese people are aliens, or whatever, and it's like I mean they've been around, right? They've been on the earth way long, right. longer than like a lot of people. You know yep. what I mean?
3: You know what's funny how like uh, Asian or Chinese people tend to be a lot smaller than others. Well, Bill Lazar says that the spaceships that he was working on, it seems as if it was meant for very very small people. So I mean, right? There, <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
0: What's that say about me? <laughs> you I might
3: be Asian, bro. We just got the shitty end on the stick.
2: <laughs> Coming from two Asians, <laughs> <laughs>
0: so should I give up now? Nah, <laughs> you're good, man. You're good. Okay, All I right. mean, you
3: said you like numbers. <laughs> I love numbers. Yeah. Am I, I Asian? No. Oh. Uh, here's another fun alien fact. I guess it's not. It's so there's these things called the H blocks. It looks like this. Oh yeah. And it was made like. 11,000 BC or something like that. Yep. But it's... It's... Mach- it's Perfect right angles? Is that what that yeah, one is? Yeah, and like there's... Oh whole. Oh my there's gosh. Like the, the whole, that one it, gets me every pin, time right? I think about it. And like there's... The precision that it that was crafted in, like they would have had to have... Some, some sort of like, machine. Yeah, some, some, some type of, of device. Or, I don't
0: know if our technology
3: today can mimic the exact angles that smooth. We could, but like these machines are would be extremely advanced. So like there's no... There's no way that they would have had these machines. Right. Right. But they they did. That's insane. But they did. That is
0: insane. Yeah. Uh, Well, my dude, it's been fun. Yeah. Thanks for having me, dude. Yeah. Ancient aliens. Ancient aliens. Pizza, beer, art, real estate. Yeah. It's what we do here.
2: Anything else we want to talk about before we get off here?
0: Uh, I mean, we can go all night if you want. Yeah. Tell me we got 15 minutes.
2: We can go for like 10 more minutes. Maybe five. I probably got to go.
0: I'll mean, we'll send it on that. I think it's yeah, good. Your wife did know. call. She oh, did. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'll understand. All right, my dude. Well, it's been a pleasure. Team Dayco, baby. Yeah. It always, 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 always. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were going for something different uh, there. Dude,
2: hey, awkward handshake. That's what it's
0: all about is awkwardness. Awkwardness. Um, like, subscribe, share. If you guys want to be on here, DM us. Y'all's out.